another edition of Rohatmu, random selections of the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition, here on the Worst Collection Ever feed. Another wonky week this week, so we are here to do another episode of this uh, kind of side hustle podcast that I do separately, where I open up the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition, my omnibus. And I uh, just read a selection from there and talk about it, try to make it funny or try to at least make it interesting. I don't know. That's up for you to guys decide. I would really, if you guys have any uh, thoughts on these, uh, I've done a few, done a, a month of these and then I've done a few of these after that. So uh, just let me know what you guys think. Worst collection ever at gmail.com or you can uh, Twitter us at, uh, at uh, eight angry hero Sean, I almost forgot my thing. At angry hero Sean or at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, and you can uh, let us know what you think. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it because I am actually curious. I wonder if I can pick something. I kind I like picking short ones and weird ones because of you know the main characters. Everybody knows about the main characters, but uh, I like to get something a little bit unique here. So let's see. What I pull up with, let's see, I, last week, last time I did this, I did Tigra, and I think prior to that, I did some, I think it was the big man, so I don't want to do someone that's, uh, maybe I do want to do something that's it, I don't know, let's see what I get, alright, here we go, one, two, three, uh, Ooh, okay. Appropriate for Halloween. Frankenstein's Meonster. Uh, as as it is, uh, we talk about the pictures in this uh, uh, this book. Kind of talk about what we see here. And uh, this one's only a two-pager, so that's kind of cool. I kind of dig that. It doesn't give me a lot. I, I'm not very good at Sometimes I'm not very good at reading, so... Uh, reading out loud, so it's uh, it's kind of better for me just to talk about what I see. So Frankenstein's monster, uh, usually known as Frankenstein to a lot of people, but as it is, uh, Frankenstein's monster is the proper description because he's technically Dr. Frankenstein's creation. And uh, he is, yeah, as, as it even says here, and other current aliases often incorrectly called simply Frankenstein by the public, that is really the name of his creator. We uh, we need to make sure we get this right. Put some name. Put some put some uh, put some respect on this guy's name here. So uh, start off with here. Uh, Frankenstein's monster on the picture here. We got just him standing here, wearing a nice comfy fuzzy outfit, uh, like a fuzzy vest. And it's you know it's kind of it here in Colorado. It just kind of finally got to be cold ish for the fall season and. Uh, He's got a nice furry vest on, and uh, I do I do appreciate it. Uh, I'm kind of jealous of him right now, but uh, I do like the way he looks here. He's just standing here. He's got uh, white skin. He's not. He doesn't look like Frankenstein that you know him. He's not green with like a flat top, and he's wearing not wearing a black suit or whatever. He is uh, in this case. He is a pale skinned monster, uh, giant man uh, with red He Man hair. <laughs> or kind of, I call He Man hair, but he's got you know he's got red, red shoulder length hair, or neck length hair. Uh, he's got this awesome 
I guess you would call it uh, this, this uh, alpaca vest that he's wearing. He's also wearing a, a nice uh, looks like a like a thermal shirt that's purple. I like that color. And it, but his pants though are the where it kind of kind of kind of don't really dig it because he's just got the belt with the pants, uh, but not belt. Excuse me, a rope holding up his pants. So uh, not really uh, something I would appreciate. But uh, you know he's got boots as well that have like these blue straps on them and uh you know the, the boots are brown as is as is his vest so uh yeah he's got a you know he's got a, a, a certain look to him he's not he's not what you normally think is frankenstein but uh, he kind of looks like uh you know like a like a like a fashion week frankenstein i guess you would say you know, if you came out and it's like Frankenstein for the 2000s or Frankenstein for, you know, the 80s. He looks hip. Even though actually more I would say he came out in the 70s. I would say this is the 70s he came out in. So that being said, uh, what else we have on this page here? Uh, we got him uh, doing a – it looks like he's doing a uh, – he just threw a strike and he's knocking back, I guess, it looks like uh, some sort of – shaman looking fellow um not the alpha flight shaman but like just a like an indian shaman kind of guy and uh he looks like he just gave a nice hearty strike to this fellow so let's look at the stats here real name none it's frankenstein's monster god damn it occupation none or monster if you want to uh want to say that or uh or, or uh 80s fashion plate I guess you can say publicly known, but generally believed to be a fictional character. Uh, legal status, none. Other current aliases, we just covered that. Place of creation, Ingolstadt, Bavaria, now in West Germany. So he's a German dude. He loves Nitzereb and uh, Strudel. Marital status, none. Known relatives, inapplicable. I guess technically his father would be Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, group affiliation, none. Base of operations, mobile. Current whereabouts unknown. First Marvel Universe appearance. Uh, we're being specific here. Silver Surfer number seven, which I am uh, interested as to why that is. Because I'm looking, skimming through here and I don't see exactly where he uh fits in with that uh with silver surfer of all things but we'll uh maybe we'll maybe we'll get a, an idea of that origin the monster of frankenstein numbers one through four makes sense history in the late 18th century victor frankenstein i thought it was victor von frankenstein i almost said it that way but no he's just straight up frankenstein or frankenstein a brilliant student in chemistry and the biological sciences at the university of ingolstadt and their hair and the hair to a Swiss barony uh, embarked on experiments to create artificial life. Frankenstein hoped to create a new species of humanoid life and by doing so learn to how to reanimate the dead and thus discover a means for human immortality. Frankenstein succeeded in piecing together a giant humanoid form in from various parts of different fresh human corpses. So he uh, he found a. I mean, the monster is eight feet tall, 
So either he's combining dudes or people, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a lady's leg. I don't know, but he's combining really long femurs and tibber tibias tibias. He's also, he could also could have, uh, you know, depending on when this was late 18th century. Okay. So wait, Robert Wadlow had yet to be born, I believe. So you can't be using his body. And we don't know of any other tall people from that era because that would probably have been documented somehow. But he, he certainly certainly found the longest legs he could possibly find. Because if you're making an eight foot monster, like you have to have, I mean, unless if like you're taking like pieces of like femurs and stuff and you're splicing them in there, that's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of work just to put together like a dead, you know, if you, you just can't just have a, like it's a regular person, like it's a regular, like you take my body and just, you know, when I, when I give up the ghost and you could just make it into Frankenstein, you don't need to have, why is he gotta be so tall? Why is he gotta be so tall? I don't know. Anyways, piecing together human corpses, Frankenstein's extraordinary genius enabled him to discover a means of preventing cellular degeneration in the body parts he he used and overcome the human body's tendency to reject parts transplanted from another. Finally, using the means that remain unveiled, unrevealed, uh, Frankenstein brought his creation to life. Terrified and revolted by the grotesque creature, once he had come to life, Frankenstein abandoned him. But he should have saw that coming. I mean, you're putting this together, you kind of have an idea of what's going to look like. And the fact that it comes to life is just a bad bonus. But I mean, you already knew what we were getting into. So why are you freaking out at the beginning with? I mean, why, why, why he should have just been like, nah, he should have just got to the point where he puts his monster together and just goes, yeah, it's not working out. And then he could have saved himself the trouble of having to create, get all the, the means to do so, which, you know, according to the movies or whatever, it looks like, you know, he's using electricity or whatever, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind of hypocritical. If you ask me, the bewildered monster wandered off. Although the monster's brain had once belonged to a living human, the monster had none of that humans and memories. And at first was as ignorant as an infant, huge slam on infants right there. However, the monster was highly intelligent and not only uh, learned to survive on its own, but also learned through human uh, rapidly learned human language through secretly observing people within months. The monsters could speak intelligently as any human being. That I didn't uh, realize that this was a thing that the monster could do in uh, the Marvel Universe. That apparently he uh, is extremely loquacious. So uh, good for him. He could uh, he could be a podcaster. He could probably do better than I'm doing right now. But the monster was anguished over the fact that his repellent physical appearance isolated from the human race. His attempts to befriend, befriend people were met with fear, hatred, and violence. Infuriated by the total rejection... Uh, the monster wanted vengeance on all humanity and on Frankenstein in particular. But after murdering Frankenstein, yeah, but after murdering Frankenstein's younger, younger brother, William, Will, Will Frankenstein, guys, uh, the monster confronted Frankenstein and requested that he create a mate for him. The monster created, promised that he and his mate would go far from human civilization and live happily together. Frankenstein began working on a female creature, but fearing that the two creatures would become parents of a race of monsters that would terrorize humankind, Frankenstein destroyed the female creature before bringing her to life. Man, that's a bummer. I mean, who can, who's, and who is 
Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, to, to judge that monsters are going to be created. He, I mean, if anything, he should, you know, is the monster just reanimated or does he have like functioning organs and like, I guess, sperm, you know, in this case. So he's he's got his boys can swim. Do we know that for certain? Does Dr. Frankenstein know that for certain? I think that's a, that, that's definitely presumptuous and also very tragic that he destroyed his mate. Enraged, the male monster uh, caused the deaths of Frankenstein's friend, Henry Clearval, and of Frankenstein's wife, Elizabeth. Pursuing the creature into the Arctic, Frankenstein fell victim to cold, fatigue, and hunger. He was brought aboard the ship of Captain Robert Walton, to whom he told his life story before dying while aboard. The monster finding his corpse. So he got so so Dr. Frankenstein got his got his. He suffered. He suffered. And that makes me feel better. The I'm, I'm sympathizing with the monster here. Because we're all monsters, aren't we? No, we're not. The monster, finding his corpse aboard the ship, was repentant and intended to commit suicide in expiation for his crimes. But instead, the monster was frozen within ice and went into suspended animation. In 1818, the writer Mary Shelley published Walton's account of Frankenstein as Frankenstein or modern Prometheus. And she was uh, she allowed the public to think the book was a work of fiction. In 1898... Uh, Walton's great-grandson found the monster who had been revived by heat. Somebody placed a copy of the DVD heat on him and he came back to life. The monster wandered Europe for a time. The creature suffered an injury to his vocal cords in a clash with the vampire Dracula, leaving him unable to speak. That's a bummer, man. Cause I didn't realize he was able to speak in the first place, at least this version. And, uh, now, uh, now he can't. And that's, that's, uh, Man, I mean, this podcasting career will never take off. That's a, that's a tragedy. Frankenstein's monster once again fell into suspended animation within ice, but was revived once again in recent years. One of Frankenstein's ascendants, Veronica, operated on the creature's larynx so that once again he's able to speak. Good for him. I'm 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 actually glad to hear that. I was just I kind of bummed out that he wasn't able to speak. You know that he he had the opportunity to speak, and then he couldn't. But now he does, and now he can explain. I'm a monster. And uh, don't be afraid of me. I'm pretty hip. I like the same records you do. Don't shun me. The whereabouts and activities of the Frankenstein monster are unknown. Note, Frankenstein's monster should not be confused with two other creatures which were constructed to be virtually identical to him in appearance. The first depicted in X-Men number 40 was a robotic android which was apparently built by some aliens for some unknown purpose and which has been destroyed. So... Aliens be out there knowing what Frankenstein looks like. They're big fans and they built one just for the hell of it and let Wolverine or whoever uh, Cyclops shoot it. Uh, the second depicted in invaders number 31 uh, was created from parts of dead human bodies by Dr. Basil Frankenstein for use by Nazi Germany. This creature apparently destroyed itself in a leap from a great height. Sounds like when you, when you play Lego and, uh, Lego get the Lego games and uh, you jump you have a big guy jump off a cliff and then they hit the ground and uh they kind of go and they, they fall apart and it's uh it's a lot of fun. I imagine that's what happened. The history of Frankenstein's monster has been inextricably linked to with that of Victor Frankenstein's descendants, many of whom became scientists. 
Uh, among them are Vincent Frankenstein, who died in 1898 after an encounter with the monster, and his son Basil Frankenstein, who was killed in 1942 by his own monstrous creation. Descendants in recent years include a late, the late Boris Frankenstein, who created a short-lived duplicate of the Silver Surfer. Hmm. Wait, so was it like a flashback? Or did he create another monster in addition to Silver Surfer? It makes it sound like he created Silver Surfer. Uh, or a Silver Surfer, which I'd have to go back and read that. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about that now. Baroness Frankenstein, uh, Baroness Victoria Frankenstein, heiress to the family's ancestral title, and Veronica Frankenstein, a surgeon and biophysicist. None of these people are direct descendants of Victor Frankenstein, who died childless, but are descended instead from near relatives of Victor's. So that's the deal with Frankenstein's monster. Uh, some stats, eight feet tall, 325. It's pretty, it's pretty light, actually, for an eight foot tall dude. You figure like a lot of, I mean, he's not, I mean, he's not a big linebacker or big lineman type, but uh, he's pretty lean, pretty mean and lean. Eyes brown, hair brown. I disagree. That hair looks red to me, or definitely burgundy. Uh, in addition to his great oh, sorry, strength level, Frankenstein's monster possesses superhuman strength, which enables him to lift or press over 4,000 pounds. Known superhuman powers, in addition to his great strength, Frankenstein's monster has an unusually high resistance to pain and injury and the ability to heal from injuries rapidly. So whatever Frankenstein did to animate this corpse apparently so because it would said that he knows how to work on cellular regeneration or keep it from cellular degeneration so i guess that makes sense though such warm weapons as bullets knives and fire can harm him they do so to a much lesser extent than they would to ordinary humans Intense cold does not kill him but instead places the monster in a state of suspended animation from which he can be revived by heat. Due to the monster's unique body chemistry, he suffers no physical damage by putting by being put into suspended animation in this fashion. And uh, that is the, the entry. Uh, we have some other pictures here, one of which I believe is his creation of birth photo, I guess, of him uh, coming to life and attacking Dr. Frankenstein off of a table here. Uh, we also got him uh, appearing to he's being attacked by like people, but like he is uh, saving a woman from like a log or he's about to throw a log while standing over a woman. And he's also attending to a woman. So he's uh, he's being he's being pretty chill here. And then we got one where uh, it looks like he's being attacked by like squat, like, like, like newsboy legion, like just some really gnarly looking dudes. But uh, he just looks like some villagers are just attacking him. And he's uh, standing tall. So that is it for Frankenstein's monster. Uh, appropriate for Halloween. I think that makes sense. Uh, and uh, I learned some stuff today. I did learn that he can uh, start a podcasting career and uh, probably be very successful. Frankenstein, the actual, if we really realized, one came to find out that Frankenstein was, Frankenstein's monster was real. And two, he can spin a yarn like no one, none other. We would definitely be listening to that podcast. It would be a hot joint. It would be a hot joint. Spotify would be all over that. You can give him all sorts of money. He can maybe buy a better, uh, 
buy some better pants. I would, I would hope so. I would hope he would buy some pants with that money that Spotify would give him. So anyways, I'm done. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can again, find me on Twitter and Instagram at angry hero. Sean, you can find my YouTube angry hero 79. And of course you can rate and review this podcast on Apple podcast, Stitcher, anywhere you get the show. Please tell your friends and find us on Facebook at Worst Collection Ever at Gmail. Oh, sorry, Worst Collection Ever on Facebook and email the show, Worst Collection Ever at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, some comics. Jed and I are going to tape this weekend. We're probably going to talk about Venom because uh, we just saw Venom. And uh, we'll talk about that as well. So, anyways, folks, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to you again next time. Yeah.